We're with Ben Lorber. Ben, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, so I've been in the space since 2014. I guess that wasn't too long ago. Um, $47 was the price of Bitcoin when I bought it. And I started mining soon after that. So I'm one of those guys, like a mining gnome, as my friends call me. Um, and then I recently created a company where uh, it's, basically, it's a cold storage solution. Right. So a way to store your Bitcoin um, without a phone, uh, you, know, you know, off the um, off the internet, I guess you would say. What's right? your company's Cold name? Storage. Yeah, Circbit. So, and so what is the device? So the device is a physical coin. Um, so I guess it's not similar to like a Casatius coin, or yes, similar to that. It's not made. It's made out of an alloy steel, um, not silver or gold, and. Uh, it, it, it's if you've ever heard of like military units, they give out coins. Can you bring one out of your pocket? I actually, it's in my car, so sorry. <laughs> I had to go to the valet to get it, but um, I've actually seen one before. So it's like hockey puckish, like a little smaller than a hockey puck, but a similar shape. Yeah, it's uh, inch and a half, um, and it's heavy. I mean, it's over an ounce. It's uh, if anybody's ever seen like it's like a, a medallion kind of thing, like a, a collectible coin. So, so what differentiates it from like a Casatius coin? So, Casatius has the uh, private key stored on there physically. So you pull off the hologram and you can see it. And once you do that, uh, I guess there's no way to actually replace it, right? Right. Well, once once a Casatius coin is compromised, yeah. it is compromised. I mean, I, I like that idea because it's like a collectible. It's still a collectible, it's right? It's still Even collectible because yeah. you can see that the Bitcoin was on there. Right. So, yeah, it's, so still it's definitely a neat concept. I guess he got in trouble or shut yeah, down because it was a physical coin and you can't mint your own coins. Right. Yeah. Minting currencies. Yeah. Um, so, so hopefully we avoid that. I, I want to I wanna <laughs> so know before we go into circuit too much, I want to know. So you, you started with mining as far as getting into the blockchain space? That's not how I started. I just I just bought Bitcoin. I believed in it. I kind of like a libertarian streak. Um, you know, I'd follow gold prices. How'd you first buy Bitcoin? And we're introduced by yeah. guest Aaron Williams. Yeah, yeah. I, I first bought with BitInstant, yeah. for example. But yeah, so I used Coinbase way back then. So um, I guess it was brand new at the time. So Okay, so when did you get into mining? Uh, probably uh, months after that. I was trying to uh, trade, and it didn't go well. I think Litecoin went down to like sixty, and I sold all my Litecoin, and then like two days later, it went up to $48. So uh, <laughs> I decided yeah, that, that I'm going to stop <laughs> trading Bitcoin and Litecoin and uh, look into the mining aspect. Oh, my God. That 48x return must have I know. I wish I just potential. like... Well. If I was in a coma, seven dollars to you know <laughs> times forty-eight. I think it was like two hundred thousand dollars. They should add that. So I you put two hundred thousand dollars into Litecoin? No, no. If no, it, no. And if I sold it at forty-eight, right? Ooh. So I had I had a lot in there at the time for me. Um, but so I, I just I don't, I don't really remember exactly what got me started, but like four thousand um, one hundred and sixty-six Litecoin, approximately. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. That's probably, yeah, I think that's accurate. I think the most Bitcoin I had at one time was like 200 Bitcoin um, when that's, I was trading back that's and a, forth. That's amazing. Yeah. We, so. we, we, Mike Casey and I, we don't we don't even dream of three-figure Bitcoin holdings. Yeah. 
I had an experience where I was on um, uh, Just Dice and. Um, oh no! Oh, <laughs> he's always just end a badly. few clicks away. Just a few clicks oh, away. No. <laughs> uh, you, you go from triple digits to nothing. Yeah, I had a pal who, yeah, he did the exact <clears throat> same thing. He had like five big coins and worked it all the way up to a hundred and then lost it. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you? Are <laughs> we talking about Satoshi Dice? No, Just Dice. Uh, it's one of those. Same okay. thing. Same thing. Same concept. Wow. Have Have any of y'all? No, I, played, I don't gamble. Uh, Bitcoin or yeah, Bitcoin. I think what is that gambling? What's Bitcoin? You, you never played it? No, Chris? I don't. I don't gamble. Well, I mean, I, I other than currency speculation. I, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, I gamble checked, a lot. I checked yeah. it out just to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's it's like a probability game, you know. Anyways, no, haven't. Bitcoin, eh? Bitcoin.com. So, ben, tell us what's what's the um, so you, the coin or the thing? It's a composite of some sort. Like yeah, it's it like a of? steel alloy. Uh, so I didn't make the coin. He says it's. He, I think it's copper and steel. So, so like a was that bronze? Well, right? I mean, I think I don't think we've gotten to the most interesting aspect of the coin. So yeah, how exactly? Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're so, doing cold storage. No, no, no. All right. So, what's different about it than Castation? Right? It's physical coin and everything, but it interfaces with my app that I developed. And the app uses NFC technology, near field communication. So, in order to store your Bitcoin, uh, you use NFC. And what you can do is you could take from one co uh, Bitcoin from one coin to another coin, or you can just send it to an external address, or take money from an external address on the coin. So, what's stored on the coin is your private key, right? And so, I mean, that's it. You're so, okay, so you've got this coin that you can basically, you know, use as a storage place that, you know, you move it in, you move it out. It's just, it's like a Cassius coin that, Mike, right. that you can use over and over again. Exactly. That's NFC and it's also pin protected. So if someone takes it, they can't use it. You lose your coins though, right? There's no backup. Right. How and much I, money are you making? So I, I haven't released the app yet on the app store because we're adding a feature you guys kind of uh, help the, the Bitcoin meetup team, uh, you know. The Atlanta blockchain or the Bitcoin Atlanta? I guess mine or someone else's? Yours. Okay. Mike. The I've Atlanta blockchain. both of them. But it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I organize events on both. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I, I've been talking with them for a while about this. Yeah. yeah. So, so guys like you, right, who are interested in the privacy and secure and, and really the technical aspects of it, which is important. I want people like you to buy into the idea um, because then if other people are going to do the same thing, if you don't, so someone else is, and uh, anyway, just want to make sure that it is as best as it could be. So uh, it's not HD compatible. That's we're adding an HD feature as we speak. Um, that way, uh, instead of a private key being stored on it, a master seed can be stored on it. And so then, you can receive in multiple. Right. So. Uh, yeah, privacy, that will be completely taken care of. Whereas if you just have the private Turn key, then uh, you know you don't have the privacy. And also the theory, I guess, that uh, quantum computing is going to be able to crack the uh, public key or whatever term you use. Derive the private key from the public key. So if you send a transaction and, you're private, and you have your private key, um, right, you that's don't no want to longer, reuse an address, right. especially to send No longer from. secure. Yeah. You never want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless you're the Atlanta blockchain. <laughs> Please try to hack us with uh, unless, unless, of course, they could buy a new one of these for every transaction. Yeah, they could buy a new one. So that, like would, a, uh, that would be one possible way around it. Like the Cassatius, so, it could be just uh, you know, collectible at that point. Speaking, speaking of which, uh, how, what's the price point on these? I was going so, to ask that, yeah. 
I'm selling them for forty right now. You can actually buy forty right bitcoins or forty dollars. <laughs> There's a forty dollars, forty dollars. So so cool. So for forty dollars for a NFC medallion token that holds Bitcoin and it's reusable. Well, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's definitely it's reusable. Then the next version is going to be re reusable. Well, it is reusable HD. now, but, but well, yeah, some people but might not want to reuse it. Yeah, you don't um, want to reuse the single address. Some people. Yeah. I'm going to keep non-HD because I think some people like the accounting piece of it. They actually like to go onto the blockchain and see where they sent their transactions. And It'd be good to have an option. Right, have that option to do that. Would you consider this medallion token a type of hardware wallet, essentially? Yeah, it's okay. cold storage. Sorry, so, I, so, like Trezor, right? And Trezor's price point is $100. And the idea is that it's going to be like Trezor, except um, uh, more user-friendly, actually. So well, do you think Trezor, to compete with you, just instead of making a device, make a coin-shaped device with buttons on it? Well, they have. I think they have some kind of NFC, or they tried it. One issue with it is uh, iPhones don't. They don't. The NFC doesn't work with anything except for Apple Pay. Well, I, I would say there is a difference in what you're describing, at least to Trezor, because what the Trezor does is it actually signs it on the device itself. Does yours do that, or does it sign it in the app? So does the app hold the private keys as communicated by? Okay, so that that's just a minor note of differentiation. Because if you're you know, with a Trezor, if your if your phone gets hacked, then you are not at risk of losing your Bitcoin. So that's it's a slight differentiation. No, everything is stored on on the coin. The the private key is stored. Right, right. On, it's the not stored on the app. Stored, but the question is, does the signature occur in the electronics on the coin or in the app? That's that's the, the key yeah. The, the uh, it signs locally you know, on the app. Yeah, and it's written on the well, coin. Well, just, just to let you know, that's not how Trezor works. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, theoretically, right? You can have you, you could do that uh, and not be connected to the internet. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the time. But but if it's so so the whole theory behind a Trezor is if your uh if, if your device that you have the Trezor connected to is completely pwned, they can see everything you're typing, do screen capture. And they have your uh, uh, keyboard capture, then they still can't do anything to your Bitcoin because you sign it on the other device, and it sends the sign transaction back over to the phone. So all the phone could do is either send the transaction or not. They can't steal anything. Okay. So that's the key differentiator. When yeah, the, the and I think uh, what what is it? Armor, armory, armory. Yeah, that's armory that's really similar. that's even better, right? Than than Trezor. Uh, is it Trezor or Trezor? Trezor? I've heard it both ways. All right, first I off, Trezor. it's Trezor. Trezor. Okay. You're, you're saying Trezor. Trezor. You're, you're like pronouncing it correctly. I pronounce everything wrong. No, I'm saying you're probably pronouncing it like English correctly. I'm just Trezor. <laughs> Trezor. So anyway, to that point though, uh, you know, it's not like I want to compete and take over Trezor. There's, there is a difference, right? Uh, yeah. This is a coin. This uses NFC. Um, this has, I mean, there's a design, design on the coin. Right, and I can come up with a new design in the next one. So there's a collectible aspect of it. And I think that's really appealing too to people that might not be like into Bitcoin already. I honestly think yep. a little NFC medallion's kind of cool. Just like yeah. you know, to have a little thing you can just tap it's your. It's like phone. magic money. That was one of the things I was going to ask you. That you kind of led into there was um, what? How do you see people using these? Your ideal customer. What is their use case, and what does a life look like for them in this product? So. You know, I'll learn as time goes on, right? Learn out what the market is, but show off. To me, I'm kind of thinking that it would be for people that like collectibles, like collecting coins. I mean, the cashiest crowd is probably uh, the main target audience, um, because uh, yeah, you can store it in your safe, right? Um, have you done any research as to why they were shut down? 
The Casatius stuff? I, mean, I, I told you what I know. I, I just heard it was, I, I probably because it was a, uh, it, it should have been registered as a money, uh, what is it, money service business. So. Uh, well, see, I was, you know, but but yeah so um if you want to like pay for something right i don't i don't necessarily know obviously that like uh what patrick Byrne was just talking about not a lot of people just use bitcoin even online that's 0.1 percent of overstocks uh merchant processing uh so maybe that could be something in the future but right now, I like the idea of maybe, and you can have one coin, right, that you store and one coin that you take with you. So you don't keep, let's say you have $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. You probably don't want to take that out, uh, you know, to the bar or whatever. But you can have two coins, one that you keep in your safe and the other one that you have, like, for spending money or just showing off. Or, yeah, for flipping and calling heads. Yeah, that kind of stuff, right? So have, like, $10 worth so, of Bitcoin. So do you do any of the development? The I'm not a developer. So uh, I've I work with a lot of developers and in what country? This one's they're in Finland. Uh, I, but I have a friend who I worked with when I was in the Air Force at the research lab, and he's in he's in Ohio right now. Uh, he's done a lot of mobile um, applications, uh, mobile websites for different companies or for Microsoft. What do what do your sales look like? So I I mean I've sold to a couple of friends yeah. but um, online you can buy it but it's only on the website and I don't have the app out there so um, I'm, so I'm right now off it's on the app. A, right now it's like really a collectible versus um, yeah I, I it's not, it's not prime it. time yet I kind of just want uh, I remember it's not like a generic Bitcoin looking coin that you have uh, it's yeah, got like the map of the like world right mm -hmm. well, since I've seen one yeah. Okay, so what's the next steps for CircBit, anyways? Like, as far as like, as far as like expansion, or is it just you want to do HD keys, or? Yeah, we want to get the HD, um, release it, and then also uh, we have stickers, so NFC stickers, which would be a lower pro price point for people, uh, two dollars to use that, um, and you can. I mean, this is stickers. So you can put it anywhere, right? I right now I have it on my business That's an card. Interesting thought. And NFC stickers, mm -hmm. how thin are they? Uh, they're really thin. I can show you. Um, but it functions just like the coin. It uses the app, same app and everything like that. Lower price points. It's not oh, as durable. Wow. It's not as heavy. It's, cool. not, it's not. It's not. It is water resistant. Uh, you can spill water on it. It's not going to ruin everything. Uh, but the adhesive. So I mean, how, what are the water, price so. points going to be on those? So those are going to sell for two dollars per sticker, wow. which is much lower than the four. That's actually really cool. Mm -hmm. So, and then I'm thinking about getting one uh, where it's the size of a quarter and it's anti-metal adhesive. So you can just put it on a quarter and just give it. So, oh, that'd be cool. So you can uh, retrofit a quarter to look like a Bitcoin uh, NFC, and you can have money. Will, you can will, have Bitcoin will the on the NFC it. work with the the metal on the coin. I, I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. It, it won't NFC. Uh, it's like two inches in length antenna, um, and yeah, if you have metal. Then it's electromagnetic wave and it right, won't right. go through. So so yeah, it, it, as long as it has one open side, it should be able to read right. though. Yeah. And that's how the coin is. It has cool. one side where you can read it. The other side's metal, so you can't read it from that side. So but I'm just talking about sticking it on a quarter. But yeah, but if you stick it on a quarter, one side one side will be good. The yeah. other one probably. Cool. Won't. 
Awesome. So that, those are actually that's that's really cool. Two bucks, and you just have two bucks sticker Bitcoin wallets. There's that's there, that's kind of cool. There's a uh, one product uh, like a USB mine or something like that where uh, it's it's like a cold storage thing, and it's supposed to be you can just hand it to someone, right? And it already has coins written on it. It's one private key, by the way. Is this what, what is this, Open Dime? Open Dime. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah. I and, see that's pretty cool. And uh, it's like fifteen bucks. It's fifteen I think. buck price point. That's so up there. Yeah. Wait, wait. So how do you know they haven't copied the private key with Open Dime? So uh, I forget. I forget about the whole thing. I think because uh, it's it's generated and preloaded, and uh, I I think that's only half the key, and you supply the other half for some bullshit. Um, I forget exactly how, but they they have a mechanism for making sure that it, the preloaded value is not, you know. I, I'd have to look it up. Okay. Yeah. But, the whole idea is that you trade it like a dollar. Well, yeah, the, the whole idea is that, um, unlike anything else, the only way, if you reveal the private key, because it's gen uh, the private key, I think it's the way it works is it's generated on the device itself. And uh, and even the people who make it don't know because it happens on device. And and you can reveal it by breaking the private if you you have to physically change it. So like the newest version, you have to stick a pin in it. Right. And then that reveals the private it changes the circuitry permanently. That reveals the private key and allows it to be spent, but now it's very, very easy to tell that that has happened. So it's compromised and you're you're not gonna it's, take it. It's done. Yeah. But yeah, they can trade them. Yeah. And Just, that's that's another form of money, kinda like the Casatius coin. I don't know if that'll end up getting in trouble. But didn't the Casatius got? Didn't he actually have Bitcoin on it when he, he sold did. it to you? Yeah, he I think did. that's why he did. But I mean, the Open Dime. That's what I'm saying. If they do oh, that they too, I, oh. I, you know, I don't know. See, I I, I, I thought it was that it yeah, has well, nothing on it. It has nothing on it, but you load it yourself. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right because he he was actually loading the Bitcoin, Bitcoin and, and then giving it with somewhere. Bitcoin loaded. Right. That you're in a Bitcoin exchange at that point. Yeah. So hmm, there's got to be a lawyer around here somewhere who can answer that. <laughs> there's several, I'm sure. I think there was a panel. Uh, I just want to ask you like random questions outside of what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about other blockchain projects outside of Bitcoin? So, what's interesting right here is that people talk about blockchain, and I kind of roll my eyes. I think you guys too, where, where it's like, how can you separate blockchain from uh, the Bitcoin? Like, there's no incentive. It's easy. You come to these conferences and you start listening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, private versus public. Um, is it really secure if there's no? Proof of work, some kind of mechanism that makes sure that no you one. You mean can the immutability piece? Right, right. Okay. Um, so, anyway, I people ask me about blockchain projects all the time, and I'm 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 mostly interested in actual crypto coins, and I'm a big believer in proof of work. I'm a miner, so I have to, right? Um, so I I think proof of stake is not not secure. I think so that's. You know, do you favor Bitcoin over all other coins, or are there other alts that you like? Yeah, I mean, I think Bitcoin, uh, like most people, right, think that it's it's not going away. It's, it's probably going to be the biggest one, first to market, because um, you can you can just replicate Bitcoin, right? You can just do the exact right. same thing, and it's not going to be worth that much. But I mean, like for differentiators, yeah, is there, is there any well, others you like? Yeah, yeah. So Ethereum, I I do think there's an issue with the um, scalability of Bitcoin right now. Right, um, I think that's apparent. And, and, then, and it's, it's, it's a catch twenty two because if you fork, um, then it's like, oh wow, well, we can just fork to anything we want now, right? There's a lot of people who are kind of against forking in general, right? To fundamentally change something, but at the same time, you're not able to use Bitcoin, make transactions on it. People are going to look for a different coin. 
So I think it really helps Ethereum right now that Bitcoin is going through this. Um, but at the same time, I don't think Bitcoin is like going to be overtaken by something because for that reason. I think also people now don't talk about the economic, the monetary policy behind Bitcoin. A lot of libertarian-leaning type people, right? Um, they like the idea of having a limited supply and that never changes. Um, well, economically, that hasn't worked in history. Even gold. We're, you know that that is not zero inflation. We're still collecting gold, and theoretically, gold can be created right? in a supernova. So, um, anyway, or I think mine that an asteroid. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Well, Eric, Eric, that we don't know. Eric, Eric Martindale was real big on we we'll, we would start mining asteroids. Eventually, we will. Right, I'm well, convinced. If gold's valuable, if that's the other thing, gold could not be valuable in like twenty years. Exactly, it could be worth nothing. Or you know, just because used in electronics. You know. Right. Well, silver is the b biggest use of electronics. So, as far as um, yeah, but there's a lot more silver around than there is gold. True, but yeah. there's there's a lot more gold than there is uh, what platinum. 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 But right? gold's worth more. Gold's well, worth more. No, or platinum, about the same. platinum is worth more, but gold is much more popular. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it should. If you're just going off of rarity, yeah, yeah. platinum should be worth a lot more. Exactly. You're right. Right. So th basically. Uh, there's a fiat aspect to gold, is what I'm saying. It's not like it's it's it's. Well, and then now because of the ETFs, you also have paper gold, which is not real gold because True. you don't actually own the gold, which <laughs> kind of gives a false value to what the gold yeah. is right now. I agree. Yeah, I've heard so many stories about the gold on paper is like between three and ten times as much. Yeah, you know, I've, there heard, actually is I've gold. heard that statistic, but the yeah. problem is nobody knows if that's accurate or not because nobody knows. <laughs> that's the right. problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but I think that, so basically, there could be a coin that comes out that has a better economic model than Bitcoin. And I think that's going to be a discussion that takes place maybe in a year. It's going to take place in the future where it's like, hey, maybe this hard cap of 21 million doesn't matter. Or people complain about Ethereum right now. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let's back up. You said somebody's going to say maybe the hard cap of 21 million Bitcoins doesn't matter. Well, they're like, not going to say it doesn't matter. They're going to say that maybe that's not the best model. Well, I, you know, it's possible that that could happen. But I mean, you're talking about within Bitcoin itself or you're talking about uh, some other... Entity. Some other coin. Hey, oh, some other coin. Or okay. theoretically, right? Bitcoin could actually raise that cap. It well, could change. I've always been of the opinion that, well, because that could happen in a hard fork. Anything could happen right. if it were agreed upon. But, um, but you know, I've, I've always been of the opinion as the coin supply starts to dwindle, the miners will try to pull that because they'll want to increase their subsidy. Uh, and in which case, the only solution to that is the threat of a hard fork because you have to be able to fork off the mining power. Yeah, but and miners control the ability to fork. So well, no, not not a hard fork. Like a hard fork, yeah. No, no, uh, no, because there's a specific type of hard fork where you type, uh, fork away from the hash rate, and if you fork away from into a uh, fork the algo, then the miners who are currently mining have zero power on the new chain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's coins that forked off of other coins. Well, you know, so so you end up you're well, yeah, but you end up with a choice. Either one chain with over 21 million where they keep making them and making them and making them, but True. it has all the hashing power, or one that stays at 21 million, but it has much less hashing power. The, which which would you choose as right. a Bitcoin holder? Well, uh, well, it depends on what the... If it, it, obviously, well, if it doubles every year, technically, then I'm not you, it. you end up with both, technically, if you that happens. It's just but, like Ethereum Classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that you know, that actually... I believe that might happen at some point. At some point, it may. People complain about uh, Ethereum right now. I guess there's a debate about the uh, 
what we call it. I, call, I don't like to use the term inflation. I call it the uh, uh, the reward mechanism. The tail emission, like it's, it's <laughs> the, the, the distribution model. Distribution, yeah. yeah. So supply, right? It, it's fixed right now. It's not going to change. Yeah, yeah. So, but people go, oh, it's inflationary, and we don't want that. We want something where the theory is that every new coin that comes out is stealing value from the coin that already exists. Uh, but that that's not necessarily true. Well, a lot of, yeah. I mean, in practical application, if, if once it gets past a certain point, you're going to lose, you know, people are going to lose coins. So net, it, it, it could be deflationary. End up deflationary and the thing, but, right. Yeah. And in five Ethereum now is, is a small, is a certain percentage. hundred years from now, right. five if, Ethereum is going to be very, very, yeah, very small. If you have a static inflation rate, it does degrade right. over time. Even though it never goes to zero, it becomes less and less percent right. of the whole. Yeah. Versus the dollar, which is set at, well, price inflation is set at 2%. So actual inflation could be higher or lower than that. That's Sometime true. higher the than 2%. Is 2%, uh, yeah. 2, 2 is just Sometimes a, significantly higher. Right, yeah. Like yeah, right I mean, now. Yeah, I mean, 2% 2, 2 is just a target that I personally believe that they're not going to really be able to hold to uh, forever um, just with because of our monetary policy unless unless our monetary policy changes in other ways as well they're not holding I on mean, to it now I don't yeah I don't think they no, can they, hold they, on they to are it. trying to hold on to it now well they're, yeah. trying. they're trying I don't think they're even going I don't think they're going to be able to well, inflation, even inflation's interesting because it's actually at a historic low and has been for a very long time right it cannot stay like this forever Exactly. Uh, uh, one, one or the other is going to happen. Either we're going to enter a totally deflationary environment, and or, and I say and or because the reaction to this will be to open the spigot and turn on and just print money till the cows come home. Yeah. In which case, we'll enter a hyperinflationary environment. Right. Which will be interesting. Yeah. And you wonder what's going to happen with if Bitcoin, you know, grabs a hold. I look at Bit right now. Like the the um, market cap is at nineteen billion, maybe twenty billion, right? Yeah. So I want to know what happens because to me, Bitcoin is a commodity. It's not a currency. It's a commodity. It's a company. It's a merchant processing company. I want to know what happens when it surpasses like Apple in total market cap, when it becomes bigger than any company it, out that's there. That's not that big of a jump based on where it is now because Apple's no. what, a $100 billion company? Not I, th 500 I think billion? it's like 500 $500 billion dollar company? Okay. So, I mean, that's less than, a, that's a couple order magnitude jump from where it is right now. So it's already, you know, if it jumps 10x, that's like 1.5 of those in its past Apple. Yeah, yeah, well, hey, Bitcoin goes up by 10. That'd be amazing. Well, it's done it before. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> no, I, th I think it will. I, I'm just curious what happens at that point um, as far as you know, banks and looking at it as an actual currency um, versus right now as people kind of ignore it, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see, you know, how this stuff unfolds. Like, the, the big question right now is with the ETF, of course, everybody's waiting with bated breath. Um, do you have, I mean, any clue or, or any inkling, or is it just like 50-50? I don't know, wait and see. People just tell me that because of China, how, uh, what, 95% of the volume is based out of China. And it so isn't it has anymore. This, it isn't anymore because well, they changed recently. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, so that was always fake. You know, that, right. that volume was never real to begin with. Right. They're just now returning to the levels that should have always been present in China, which means, you know, if you look at the, at the charts now, they're not the number one. You know, the U.S. trading, I believe, is actually larger, but I don't really? remember exactly. Huh. But yeah. So, so China was never as big as it was made out to be, 
which I don't know, honestly, that shouldn't surprise anybody because that's the, the 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 volumes they were pushing were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there were no fees. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the volumes would be higher because of no fees. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think that that goes into the city. That's why I understand is that they look at that and go, well, this is. Uh, a security that is highly manipulated possibly by China, right? We don't want that to be something that a common investor can put their money in and lose, right? It has to be something that we have a little bit more control over. Um, that's what I understand and there's a conversation, but like you said, that's changed a little bit. Right. Probably a little too little too late, but Well, um, I mean, I they haven't rejected it yet. That's right. that's I mean, oh, until right, the they deadline. have rejected it, you know, because the deadline, remember, it's a positive approval. So unless they do reject it, so they they could Approve it now or disapprove it now? Uh, they could. Either way. But nobody knows. I've read... There was a good article on Coindesk. You on Coindesk? You at Coindesk a lot? Oh, really? Uh, on the ETF? I, 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 I do. I do read them every now and again. There was an article, a great article just kind of uh, pricing Bitcoin based on based on the ETF, right? They said that if it gets approved, there's a really good chance it's going to be 3,000. 3, and that's based on the volume. So was this was this the Spencer or uh, what's his name? Uh, we, we actually had two people who talked about him already, but he's a, a, a rather famous analyst in the Bitcoin space. Oh. And yeah, I, I think it's the same guy. He said, uh, yeah, I remember reading that article if it's the same one. And he said something like we could expect to see, you know, like fourth, Four thousand to two to four thousand, right? In Bitcoin, but he says he only gave it like a twenty something percent chance of actually going through. All right, um, hold on. Uh, sorry, I was uh, distracted, but I heard this. Are you talking about Jeremy Gardner saying there's like a fifteen percent chance? Of no, no. Well, he was quoting somebody else, and it was the same guy Andrew quoted oh. earlier. I forget his name. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll have to go back to the tape. I'd like to talk like, to that guy. Back to the tape for that. As one. an analyst, I'd like to talk to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, uh, just I mean, I know I, I kind of just jumped in again, but um, how, how uh, what's the first meetup that you remember coming to as far as the Atlanta blockchain? I think it was in November. Um, how drunk was I? <laughs> yeah, based on based on how drunk he was, that's yeah. a good indication. He's still sobering up from that event. <laughs> I think there was one that we went to that restaurant. We had like the private room, like the room to ourselves. It was before that. It was it was the one before Airbits. That was our first one. What was that one? Uh, before Airbits. Airbits was the other one. Yeah, uh, you might be getting me confused with the Bitcoin Atlanta group. Yeah, oh, there's, that? Two, there's oh. actually, well, I mean, it's very Sorry, confusing. Yeah, you know, we, we co-post like half of our events. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you weren't there. Never yeah. mind, you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to the Atlanta uh, Bitcoin Atlanta meetup first. That was a, yeah. he started over there, and he started coming to ours too. Well, I I, I distinctly remember you. Uh, oh, you, you no. went to you went to the GM location. Yes, the, oh, the GM one. Uh, and, oh. and, and Ben and Ben was very uh, vocal, and he got he caught my attention. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he uh, he caught my attention because he was calling out bullshit uh, essentially. <laughs> He was like, "What do you mean? like? You know, we're talking about the hard fork." I was like, "Oh, this guy." Yeah, I, 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 I need to make sure I talk to him afterwards. Well, some of, okay, that was the inflation. That's what we're, that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And a, some of this stuff is theory, right? And some people, right? They take theory and they make it facts. And I just went, okay, that's fine if you have that theory, but there are opposing theories, and we don't actually know what's the best. And that was talking about the Ethereum being distri the distribution model, or it's five Ethereum, and, and they wanted Ethereum Classic. The investors that Marcus was talking were talk was talking about, they wanted um, a different distribution model before they would invest, and they were trying to 
lobby him to change that. And I'm going, no. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if your whole point, I'm sorry, if your whole point is not changing the coin and that's the reason you're forking, don't change the fucking coin. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> happy, and that's, that's the issue with some libertarian, people who call themselves libertarian because it's like, I disagree with that. No one should be in control except for me. What is? <laughs> hey, can, can, I, can I ask you? Let me ask. What does libertarian mean to you? Well, so I was, I would say I'm a politically right, a libertarian leaning, but to me, libertarian is a philosophy. It's a philosophy of basically uh, no government control. That uh, uh, was it a, a voluntary society. What, what's the difference between that and anarchy? Anarchy, it's, I guess it's a different term. Anarchy means okay. that anybody can do anything. But so, a voluntary society, I guess, is a better way to put it. Uh, right? So, I mean, people's definition of libertarianism is different. Right. Yeah, and just like right. how blockchain is different. Some people... True. Uh, like, I just feel like some people say libertarian, in my opinion, the true sense. And I'm getting that from Jeffrey Tucker, which is more like anarchy. And right. then some people say that... Libertarian is just like the new kind of conservative party, almost like where. Oh, yeah, I mean it's a party. Like, 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 what? Do, what would you classify Rand Paul? Right. Uh, Between those two, I don't. I, you know, that's a good question. I mean, he definitely runs under the Republican Party. He calls himself a libertarian. What? What would you say? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> of course, I'm not a libertarian, so <laughs> it's a, he, I would call him like a practical libertarian, right? Yeah, he's like a libertarian light. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his, his dad, Ron Paul, was, yeah, Ron Paul was he was like more. a libertarian. Oh, leader. See, I thought you said Ron Paul. You said Rand Paul. No, no, no. Rand oh, Paul. his son. So, so like, yeah, Ron Paul was way more libertarian. Right. And and Ron Paul, uh, you know, but that was the thing is he could never get elected to office because he was very, very libertarian. But like that, li Rand Paul tried to be like the consumable version of right. uh, libertarian. Yes. It's <laughs> almost like uh, palatable for I, the masses. Exactly. <laughs> but it didn't work. No, it did not. <laughs> But to think yeah. that his yeah. to think his son is any different than his dad as far as like two months like I, I just feel like they would definitely have the same beliefs. Well, True. I think they have the same beliefs. I just honestly so think you, Rand makes more compromises is what I would say. Yeah, and and, and Rand more. definitely was not as popular as his dad. True. Like if Ron Paul like, ran, holy crap. If Ron Paul was in this election, he would have done a lot better than what. Uh, yeah, I might have preferred Ron Paul to Trump. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Think <laughs> about that. And hey, a lot of people that like Ron Paul actually like Trump, just because you know, the outsider view. You know. That's true. I mean, you know, he, he is an outsider. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that, I was a big Ron Paul guy. I liked him a lot. Um, but actually, Bitcoin, because a lot of people claim to be oh, yeah, libertarian. He was like the first candidate, uh, Rand, was the first candidate to say. Because oh. Ron Paul, he he heard about it, and I remember I remember his comments about it. He his said, opinion was he likes competition. Well, yeah, he said he, he likes it. He thought it was good, but yeah, but he says it's not backed by anything, right? Because he's old, and <laughs> right. and yeah, it's in his ways, yeah. I he was pretty open though. I, I remember Ron Paul was asked about Bitcoin, and he said, "Huh, Bitcoin?" <laughs> he he like really had no idea, and then. I think to you, what you say, he's like, I think, well, any competition is good. Right. And then, and then he said that yeah. he didn't even know about Bitcoin and he wasn't necessarily even a skeptic as yeah. much as like you exactly. think someone would be. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, but I think Rand Paul was the first major party, like national level candidate yeah. to accept donations in Bitcoin. 
But so I that was if, cool. I think Ted Cruz actually accepted. Did he? Too? I, 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 I don't know if he ended up. I, I know it's a lot more Republicans than Democrats. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why anyone would accept money. I know. Exactly. That's my whole point. It's money. If people want to give it to you, right. take it. Whatever you send me, I'll take. <laughs> hey, you want to you want to send me your, your you know, uh, well, what's, you know, honestly, I don't even care if it's a scam. If you want to send it to me and I got a way to convert it, send it to me. <laughs> my buddy, t- I, I try to look for this clip, but my buddy told me that one time, Ron, they asked Ron Paul about money he got from like a, uh, like a white supremacist group, right? Oh. Like, are you going to return those funds? And he goes... Why would I do that? It's better than I'm going to give them back money. money. (laughs) That's a really good point. That logic is. uh, Well, I would say that that logic's pretty good. I would say it should be donated to something neutral. In that case, you shouldn't give it back to them. Don't give it back to them. (laughs) No. That's what people say. It's like you should you should give it back to that terrible. Wait, wait, wait! You just funded Hitler for America. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So and then with Bitcoin, right? Yeah, it'd be anonymous. So that's have you, true. Have you ever been on another? Have you ever been on another podcast? No. Okay. Why? This is your first blockchain Bitcoin it's podcast. Because you don't know how bad we are, so this is awesome. You're starting at the bottom. You can only go up from here. Yeah. <laughs> Just letting you know. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a good place to start. That's right. You have to start. You have to start somewhere. Are there people on listening to this? Uh, like three people. Like oh, okay. like it started at eight. And then it, it by the time like at, right now it's down to three. Nice. And it is a long time. So, yeah. uh, should, has the nonce been found, Mike? Or should or we yeah, have I think I about? think we're good, man. All right, thank yeah. you very much, Ben. Thank you. Guys. Yeah, thanks uh, for awesome. being on, Ben. And uh, I'll see you at my next meetup. So uh, right once or, again, yeah. that was Circbit. Circbit. And where Circbit. can people com. find out more about you? So you can go to Circbit.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But we're we haven't officially released yet so you won't you won't find any updates or anything like that but you'll see our logo and you can go to the website and check us out there's some information on there and i'll accept you if you uh, uh request me. all right man uh thanks hey all right. thanks oh.